Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Friends, hello, welcome. I'm glad you're here. So one of the reasons that Jason and I do this podcast is because we want you to enjoy working with or parenting your neurodivergent child, teen, or young adult, like no matter what stage you're at. Jason and I went through a lot when we were raising our boys, our foster kids and our adoptive sons. And, you know, these boys had a lot of issues from abuse and neglect and like being removed from their birth home and like just through the whole adoption thing. And then also having neurodivergent brains and all the challenges that come with that. And we could not find good supports. We couldn't find good professionals that were helpful. And we would read lots of parenting books and get advice from people. And the typical approaches were not helpful. And more often than not, they made things harder and more stressful. And many of the things that we would try would work for a little while. And we'd see some improvements. And then it would get worse again. And I even started to notice that, that it would go in like these three-month cycles where we would like, okay, let's try this. And we would come up with some plan to reward or punish or say it certain ways. And we would do this new plan and it would kind of start to work and we'd get excited and then it would quickly plateau. And then about three months in, we realized this is not working. We have to try something different. And so about every three months, we were doing this pattern of like, okay, what do we do what can we try next and what, what, what will work? And through that whole experience, I thought maybe I'm not doing it right. Or I just need to try harder or, you know, I just haven't found the right thing. And let me tell you, it was not an enjoyable experience. We did have good moments and we did have some successes and we, we did have some wins but it was also exhausting and frustrating and discouraging and just a really hard time for us too, because we really wanted to help our boys be successful and happy. And they just had so many struggles and challenges. And if we can help you have a more enjoyable experience in your parenting or be more effective as you work with neurodivergent young people, then it feels like our struggles weren't in vain that some good can come from our struggles and what we've learned kind of the hard way. I want to make it, I want to offer to you an easier way to learn it and enjoy your experience. And I want to support you in taking care of you so that you can go the distance and continue to be there for the young people that you love and care about. And I want to get to the bottom of why you're not enjoying your experience as much as you'd like. That's what I want to do today. I could not enjoy parenting or working with young adults. And you won't be able to enjoy yourself if you're waiting for things to change. If you're waiting for your kiddo to improve. You can't find enjoyment if you need 
things to be different before you can have that enjoyment. The reason that you aren't as happy as you would like, or the reason that that you're so exhausted, frustrated, disappointed, sad, angry, or whatever, that reason might just be because, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it, that reason that you're not enjoying your parenting or working with your neurodivergent kiddos is because of your crappy thinking. Now hear me out. Crappy thinking leads to feeling crappy. And that leads to doing crappily, okay, which results in a really crappy overall experience. Now, if you're thinking, no, 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 Debbie, you don't understand. I'm not happy because my kiddo is really hard. And here's all the reasons why. And what I'm offering here, and what I hope you'll open up to and consider, is that nothing has to change. All those reasons don't have to go away. Your kiddo does not have to be any different than they are today, right now. In fact, it could even get worse. And it's still possible to enjoy your experience in all of it. And it's all in the examining of your crappy thinking. Now, you can stay trapped in your unpleasant experience that your thinking is causing. I'm not going to come track you down, um, find out where you live, knock on your door, and demand that you give me all your crappy thoughts so that I can take them away from you. You can keep them if you want to. And sometimes we want to, and that's okay. I'm not even judging you for keeping crappy thoughts. But when you want to feel different, when you want to enjoy your experience more, I think it's just really like the best news ever to realize that nothing has to change. Nothing has to change for you to enjoy things or for you to feel better. Stopping your spin of crappy thoughts. And you don't even have to think positive ones. Just stopping some of your crappiest ones will make your experience so much better. So many of you are waiting for success or improvement in order to feel good. And let me, let me give you an example of this. If you're potty training right now, or if you have potty trained a kiddo, I want you to think back to that experience. For me personally, that's one of my least favorite things to do as a parent is to potty train a kid. I'd rather just change a diaper, <laughs> but obviously I'd like them to be potty trained. But it's just the whole experience of like them having accidents and then having to clean up the accidents and having accidents at like the most inconvenient of times on the most inconvenient of services and just the whole ordeal of it and the ups and downs of it. And I can remember thinking, oh my gosh, if my kid can just learn to go potty on the toilet consistently, like the world will be a better place and I will be so happy and I just can't think of anything better, right? And you get through it and then you have a kid that's potty trained and just uses the bathroom. And then what happens? Are you just happy from then on? No, of course not. You're on to the next thing that you're working on or that's a problem or that you're trying to get them to do. Or or let's let's say you've got a kid that's like college age and all you can think about is if we can just get them into college, then everything's going to be so awesome and great. 
and you finally maybe do. They like enroll in college and they go off to college and you think, okay, this is so great. But then what happens? Like that is so short-lived, right? Because then the next thing, oh, my kid's struggling or they're having a hard time with grades or they don't have friends or they're depressed or they're anxious or, oh, now they're back home and or whatever the thing. Or maybe they finished college, but now they can't get a job. Our brains do this, right? Like it, they, our brains just keep moving the marker out, right? Like if, if they could just go to the bathroom on the toilet and not have an accident in their pants, then, then we're going to all be happy. Or if they could just go to college, then we're all going to be happy. But that's not how it works, right? Because then the next thing just our brain finds. Your brain just moves on to the next thing that it can grab onto to wait for and procrastinate your enjoyment. Because you know what? Your enjoyment was never because of the thing. Your enjoyment is because of how you're thinking about it all. And if you have the kind of thinking that you have to just wait for that thing so you can be happy, it's going to be very short and temporary enjoyment for you. So if you want to enjoy parenting or working with neurodivergent kiddos, you have to be onto your brain and pay attention to how you are feeling. You don't have to believe every crappy thought, belief, or story that your brain offers you. That crap will never help you feel good. That crap that your brain offers up is not going to help you show up in a way that you want to be showing up as. It's not that crappy thought. Those crappy thoughts are not going to help you be the parent or the mentor or the support that you want to be. When you have non-crappy thoughts about your kiddo or your situation, you feel non-crappy. You feel better. You show up better. You have a more positive experience. But your brain is going to try to trick you into thinking that everything has to change to feel better. If you keep waiting for your situation to change, for example, for your kiddo to be different, for your partner or spouse to help you more, or for the world to be a more kind and understanding place, or if, you're, if you keep waiting for others to give you the support that you need, or for other people to stop judging you or your kiddo, okay, you're just going to keep waiting for your enjoyment to show up. You're just going to be stuck in the wait. Now, would it be nice for those things to change? For sure. Absolutely, right? And if you make requests and you advocate, it, it increases the likelihood that things might change. But while you're waiting and while you're hoping and waiting for everything outside you to change or for your kiddo to change, you can actually go first and mentor your own mind in the meantime. And here's the thing. If you have a crappy lens, if you have crappy habitual thinking, even if things do change, okay, or even if things improve, your brain is so good and practiced at thinking crappy thoughts that you're not going to be happy or satisfied for long because either your brain won't see the change or it will quick, quickly find new things to focus your crappy thinking on. Like my literal example of crapping in the toilet, right? Like, oh, they could just 
go in the toilet, then we would all be just so happy, right? But then your brain is on to the next thing. So if you want to enjoy your parenting more, even if you have a neurodivergent kid with lots of challenges, you really can enjoy it. And you do it by mentoring your own neurodevelopment and your own well-being so that you can support your neurodivergent child, teen, or young adult and support their development and well-being in a long-term sustainable way. It's what we do and why we have so much success at Techie for Life, our school and mentoring program for neurodivergent young adults. We do neurodevelopmental mentoring, and it's what we teach. And we're, we're really excited, actually. Um, we're in the works of launching a new program soon to help you learn it and to develop your skills to become the mentor that your young person needs. So look for that to be coming soon. And don't wait to enjoy parenting. Take a look at those crappy thoughts, those crappy stories, those crappy beliefs that you have, and question them. Because that's why you're feeling so crappy. Not because your kiddo has a disability, or they have challenges, or they're struggling. That can all be there. And you can still enjoy parenting. I promise you it's true. And I, I enjoy parenting. And I still have, we, all, we still have challenges. There's still the next thing. And we're enjoying the process. We're enjoying ourselves in it. I hope you have an enjoyable week and enjoy your kiddos. Take care. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you want to learn more about our work, come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com. Thank you.